come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I found out tonight we don't like your kids. Yeah, we don't. We no, don't yeah, like the kids. No, I'm uh, sorry. Stop posting about them we on Facebook. Like that was our pre pre recording discussion. I yeah. went on a rant about not giving shit about anyone's kids. <laughs> that's Same why. Here. That's so why I went off Facebook, and I'm sorry. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> we're Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We don't know if Holly is, but we're on Twitter. I have a Twitter, at but I don't Sat use it. Freak Show. <laughs> Twitter's where it's at, Holly. It's all political. Except the stuff sure. that you post. It's got to be I, like, I just funny it's shit. who you follow. Like the Saturday Night Freak Show. Where, Sean? At Sat Freak Show. Uh, we also have an email. Holly Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. I do have an email. Yep. Yeah. And, and I use it. That's what she's just going back to. She's just going to She's email like, if you want to talk to me, just email, email me. <laughs> well, that's that's what I do at work. Everything at work, email yeah. me. Don't call me. Don't. No, What's don't. your extension? No. Don't call me. No. Email me. Are you, you on Instagram? I am on Instagram. I use my Instagram all the time, actually. You probably subscribe to Saturday Night Freak Show on Instagram. I do. There we go. Yay. Do I? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I fucking hope so, Sean. I'm pretty sure I do. Where else would you have seen Holly's cartoon of us? I tagged him. I I tagged all of you. uh, She sent it to me. She's a friend of mine. Yeah, we're friends. She just send me shit, so. (laughs) We're friends. That does happen. Sweet. Well, uh. Shocker, folks. I've never met Holly. (laughs) Well, we haven't actually. (laughs) We're actually all on Skype right now. In case you couldn't tell. We're not in the same room. We're all on Behind the curtain, folks, we've all recorded all our audio separately for years. For years. We've never been together once. And Colin just edits it all together seamlessly. Then my cartoon would have been even more impressive. <laughs> you just put Skype logo yeah, in like, the bottom yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who 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 are these people who are who talking? Are to we? You? Yeah. Who are we? We're still figuring that out. Yeah. We're I'm internet Holly, radio superstars. I'm Holly. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. And uh, we also want to thank you if you have already uh, liked, subscribed, given us a rating, given us a review Do on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. We appreciate. it If you haven't, thank you, thank you. There's always the first time. Get on over there. Feel free yeah. to write more letters specifically to me. I've gotten I've <laughs> I mean, gotten I'll like three already, well. so I'm I'm all letters for that. to you. Specific? Well, like there was a guy on Instagram that wrote specifically to me on your account. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. This week. That yeah, seems yeah. yeah, on my account, he put a message for Michaela. <laughs> Thanks oh, for that. Say? He said he was a he was an Amazon. yeah. Tell, tell Michaela that she has a fan who drives like a delivery truck in for Amazon for Amazon in Reno Nevada. In Reno, Nevada. <laughs> And I was like, awesome. Oh, so, yeah. I was like, yeah, I love Michaela, too. <laughs> Thanks for writing in. Thanks for joining that ever-growing freak show family. Yeah. Wonderful. So tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Uh, Michaela. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is not hard to do. She's sitting right in the in the hot seat. She's in the captain's but chair. But Colin, we're on Skype, so he doesn't Skype. know that. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. Sean's supposed to look at his calendar from his Skype desk and check yeah. it off appropriately, and he didn't my, do that. I'm, actually, I'm not at my Skype desk. I'm in the kitchen making a sandwich. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what all the clanking is, huh? Yes. Chosen <laughs> by Michaela. Michaela, <laughs> what are we watching? Michaela and I talked like through the entire movie. So it's <laughs> well, I get and, it. And a lot of our our lists, Sally, are are interchangeable. This so, is true. We pick a lot of similar movies. Uh, tonight's movie was Fear from 1996. 1996. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I was trying to figure out how old I was when I saw this. movie. I was in sixth grade. I, yep. was, I was ten. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, it changes the way that you see the movie. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I'm curious as all hell. I was six years old when there this movie There you go. Oh. How old were you when you first saw it? Oh, like 15. Oh, okay. All right. Why did uh, you first age see appropriate. It? Wait, uh, what is this rated? It's got to be R. Um, uh, PG-13, I guess. No. There was only one fuck, wasn't there? I mean, there, there was, was a lot a of fucking. I think there was, was a couple. But there was only one actual fuck word. Where's the I rating? There was a couple. R. It is R. It is oh, R. I yeah. kind of figured that. It feels like an R rating. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, they could have pushed it more for an R though. It felt like it kind of rides that line. Mm, there's th- some extreme. I thought it was some extreme stuff that probably wouldn't squeak by and peep. Maybe now. No, I don't know. It's just the material, the tone, the intensity, and the uh, was, what scream was the same year, right? The scream is R. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's I feel like that's a harder R than this movie. Oh, well, oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. is the boundary of the R rating? Yeah, the this question. is on right. the lower scale of the R. Because we were yeah. discussing this, or we talked about this, like I think earlier in the week. Because <laughs> you were watching movies, and we have been watching movies that are like rated PG. I'm just like, that's got boobs. <laughs> it's got boobs. There's ass and boobs in this movie. Uh, from the good old yeah. days, like, oh, the heyday yeah. of the, the PG didn't mean mm-hmm. so much back yeah. then. I was watching that. I was watching Sheena. I think that was the one from 19. 1984. Sheena, Sheena Queen of the Jungle? Yeah. With oh Tanya my God. Uh, have you been reading my Shut mind, up. Colin? No, what happened? She literally messaged me like two days ago and was like, I think I should pick this. <laughs> like two days ago. Because I saw the Colin poster. was watching it and giving a commentary. I saw the Twitter. poster of her riding the zebra oh, yeah. and I was like, I need to pick this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's and then I watched the else. trailer and was like, Oh my god, I have to pick this movie. Well, there we go. Okay, so well, maybe I shouldn't say anymore. But we all share a brain, the, apparently. Uh, yeah. the, well, that's yeah. what, because well, I was live tweeting it. Maybe, no, I don't know. If, are you oh, following me on Twitter? Fine. I don't have a Twitter account. Oh, okay. I'm not on Twitter. No, it was only no. me, Colin. Yeah. I'm the only one. But for a PG rated movie, I was yeah. surprised. Well, now yeah. I have to watch. We have to pick this at some point now. Yeah. Okay, well, wait a month from now. There you go. Sheena. <laughs> Sheena. Sheena. All right. Like I said, she's riding a zebra on the poster. I was like, I'm sold. I yeah. mean, like, Wait until she talk. No, okay, I can't even yeah, tell no, you. No, no, yeah, no. no, that'll be. It feels like it'll be gold. Yeah, we're gonna. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so this movie, uh, who's uh, who's uh, just for housekeeping? Who's the director on this film? All right, James guys, Foley? we're gonna go on a little bit of a journey with the director. Here. Okay. So James okay. Foley is the director. Wait, don't tell me. Did he do Copland? Uh, I think so, but that's that not James what I have Margold? in my notes. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. In my notes, I have. Okay, before this, he did a very well known. Held in high regard movie called Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, oh that's where I know yeah. Him from. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did this four years before Fear. Yeah. Okay. Is, that, is, that, is that the Always Be Closing? Is yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, man. And yeah. then um, fast forward to present day. Oh, Get no. out. What? The man has directed Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Free. There oh, it is. Really? Yes. There it is. Wow. What a fucking spectrum to be on. Yeah. Glengarry Glen yeah. Ross yeah. in 1992. Fast forward to 2018, Fifty Shades Free. Was Glengarry, that was his first, first That film? was his, I think, believe his first full length that okay. I saw. There yeah. was a lot of shorts and a lot of TV. He did, he He's did also, Madonna. A lot of Madonna music videos. He did Madonna Perfect Stranger with Halle Berry and Bruce Willis in 2007. After Dark, My Sweet. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, that was before, Ooh, was that did, before or after Glengarry? Because I remember that one. Yeah, okay, yeah. that was Ooh. the one. He did Deep Purple King of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Bravo, um, sir. Sean's a big Deep Purple I'm fan. I'm a big Deep yep. Purple fan. He did uh, uh, he, an episode of Twin Peaks. He was the oh. principal director for House of Cards, too. Did a lot of House of Cards episodes. You know what, though? Now that you say that, I really can put fear 
next to Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed, oh, and I, sure. I fucking see that. Yeah. I can see it for sure. He's found his pocket, man. Yeah. Well, who's the, the writer, the screenwriter? It was like Christopher Crowe. Christopher Crowe. And this is the last movie he ever wrote. What was Chris the first Crow. movie he ever wrote? <laughs> uh, last of the Mohicans, I believe. Get the fuck. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. Wow. That was like he writes a lot of TV. He writes a lot of TV in between here and there. But he stopped writing altogether in like ninety nine. Okay, so did he die? I I didn't look into that, but his IMDb was very short, so it's entirely possible. But Mm. this was the last movie he ever wrote. So last of the Mohicans and Fear. Yeah, wow, what a spectrum, huh? Well, you're on a roll, you know, in Hollywood, and you just go like, "Where's the Where's the money at?" It is this idea. And as we talked about while we were watching the movie, the score was done by Carter Burwell, who is best known for doing basically. Every Coen Brothers movie yeah. ever. Um, uh, three Billboards most recently. Yep. And Which I loved. I loved oh, that yeah. score. I loved that score. See, like, Carter Burwell I have a very hot and cold relationship with. Mm-hmm. A lot of his movies I don't particularly care for the score. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like True Grit. I did not like the yeah. score for that movie yeah. at all. Um, but he also did um, three of the five Twilight movies. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So, varied career. This yeah, yeah. yeah. No, his career is you know especially what? varied. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate the music in Twilight. I didn't no. hate it. Score. Not score. soundtrack. Yeah, score. Score. Let's, yeah. Yeah. let's be real. About it, let's I know be real. I uh, like the, the soundtrack album to the first Twilight. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. Soundtrack or score? Because he did the score. Well, I mean, I remember the score because Bella's theme. I remember. Yeah. Uh, but the score, there had uh, there was one song in that soundtrack that I actually was I actually went and got the album Blue October that's pretty good that's oh different. Blue that's October soundtrack yeah. and score two well that was a soundtrack entirely different things yeah. that's what I'm saying Carter Burwell did the score mm-hmm. yeah I remember yeah. for Bella's was, theme that was written yeah. by oh that Robert was Pattinson. on the soundtrack album that was written, yeah. by, Robert that was written by Robert Pattinson yeah he's actually a, a musician mm-hmm. I'll be damned mm-hmm. yeah. I know aren't they all fuck them One they're all day, triple threats man I mean I also make music they gotta be triple I'm just saying it wasn't bad I'm just still saying. just trying to figure. I'm trying to like future cast know. where like That's Twilight fair. is going to be like 20. You know, after people go through the like, it's awesome. Then the I hate it. And then it's eventually like the, the nostalgia, you know, thing yeah. where you go it's back. It's going to be the wraith yeah. of yeah. its time. It's, it's going to be it's like a time it's got capsule. Great music. It's yeah. going to be a time capsule. It's like, look yeah. at this fucking movie that my mom liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be good, but it'll be a time yeah. capsule. Exactly. <laughs> the, the clothes, vampires, the, the, the music. It's, the it's a time. It'll it's be a time capsule. Absolutely. That's the shit kids are going to find in the attic. Is Twilight books. Yeah, and like they're going to open up a trunk and be like, "What the fuck is this?" That's what they're going to find. How depressing is that? I mean, I don't know. I mean. Parents probably thought the same thing about the stuff. They, I mean, you know. I found some depressing shit. In my mom, I found thousands of romance novels that my mom had collected. Over I was gonna the say, years. like, what, I mean, it's, those just, it, the ones with Fabio on the front, yeah, was, was, sexually yeah. holding a woman. I, I was gonna say, like, when we were kids, we found Danielle Steele. Our yeah. kids are gonna find uh, yeah. Casey Andrews. Well, they're gonna find uh, yeah. Fifty Shades. Yeah, Oof. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It is. It really I'm is. Gonna, like, smack it. I was like, put that down. It's mostly unfortunate because it started as fan fiction, whereas like our parents' generation, they were actual writers. That's yeah. the most disappointing part of that, I think. Yeah. That's Don't worry. True. Your son's just going to go through all your horror movies, probably, like you did. Hopefully. That's With what I'm going to be like. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, no, no. You probably should watch Let's that Let's watch one. Fright Night. <laughs> <laughs> this will be better. Yeah. So, Fear brings uh, us fear. a star. A star is born. 
in this mm-hmm. film. Is this true? I'm not entirely sure. The career trajectory uh, of the one, Marky the Mark? only Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. I think, no, I think this launched Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Marky shit. Mark. Yeah. Okay. He, well, Mark. he was in Basketball Diaries before. This right. Have you not, if you have not seen it, it is a great movie. It's a hard to watch movie. Very, very like, hard to watch. But it is a good movie. Him and DiCaprio are both fucking great in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, it is a hard to watch movie. It is a hard to watch. Criterion movie. Yeah, it's it's good, man. It's overlooked for sure too. But um, but yeah, before this, he was Mr. Calvin Klein. Yeah, Mark and, and Mark, uh, man. Funky Bunch, Mr. Yeah. Funky Bunch as well. And he was trying to shed that image with this movie. Good vibrations. Hell's yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a jam, man. <laughs> I just remember. I just remember that uh, what was it? Uh, the movie Rockstar. I think. In oh the, yeah. Uh, in the bloopers, uh, there's a bloopers reel on it where they just uh, they're doing one of the scenes where he's. Um, what is it? Steel Dragon? Yeah, Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. Mm-hmm. Where they're doing the on stage <laughs> stuff and they just start playing Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, oh, like uh, just in the background, just to fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, Reese Witherspoon had done, wasn't she like in? No, she the, wasn't she was in, in the, the, man the, man the, the Man in the Moon. Man in the Moon, yeah, yeah. And there was like SFW. Was it Freeway or Highway? Freeway. Freeway. Shit. That was after? That was after this, right? I okay. Mm-hmm. I still I love haven't that seen that movie. Oh, I love that movie. I know, but mm-hmm. there's like three of them? Freeway movies? Yeah, I think oh, so. I don't know. If Somebody was just talking about one. them recently. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's more than one Freeway. Oh, shit. She wasn't in all of them, was she? No, I don't think anybody... I just, yeah, no. I don't even think Kiefer I like the. No, I like the mm-hmm. first Freeway. That's a good movie. Yeah. Okay, so she was basically, this was her first, like, grown-up uh, adult? Yeah, because oh. she was, like, a okay, fucking teen. This adult. Is her teen. Yeah. yeah, I know, because, like, she's, she looks like she's 12. <laughs> but she looked yeah. even younger in The Man in the Moon. She, she was, did. like, yeah, a fucking yeah, child. Remember, yeah. 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 That movie's uncomfortable. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't ever need to rewatch that It's movie. an uncomfortable movie. <laughs> so this movie puts Reese Witherspoon, little, uh... Stop calling her little. Yeah, she was, she was <laughs> little 19. Reese Witherspoon. She was nineteen. She was nineteen. I did. I looked it up. Is while she we were playing sixteen? Is that? Yeah, yeah. she's okay. nineteen. Right. Playing she's sixteen. Just, she's a tiny person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so she, she's got she, that lo- yeah. that young face. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. yeah. But at the same time, she hasn't really aged that much. She, she looks great. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks good. She looks basically <laughs> the same. Yeah. I haven't even seen what she. Well, she was on the HBO show. Yeah, yeah I watched. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. She she does not look aged compared no. to that. Yeah. No, she's done pretty good. Good jeans. Mm-hmm. Very good jeans. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of play and, younger and money. characters. Uh, and money. And that's money. A, that's a good point. <laughs> well, that's, that's a very good point. Very true. Very true. All right. So she was Tracy Flick. In yeah. Oh, election. Yes. Election. Yep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Criterion collection. Ah, uh, yeah. Election. I got that. That's very good. Well, mm-hmm. fear is kind of like, I mean, how would we describe this? It's Teen kind of. Fatal Attraction? Yes. There you go. Yes. Okay. So it's the yes. Fatal Attraction primarily aimed at a female audience where you take the the leads, it's flip gender the flipped, genders, yep. and reduce the age by at least 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So when was The Crush? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was 94. That's Alicia Silverstone and Carrie, 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 Carrie Elwes. So two years oh, before this? It's oh, Fatal Attraction, again, except oh, it's a so much good. younger woman. I mean, the 90s yeah. were full of this what kind of movie, though, right? You know? That's what I'm going after. Yeah. It's like, was that going on in the 90s? Oh, so the, the 90s were a time where, like, psychological thrillers were, like, sexy. You know? like oh, sexy yeah. psychological like, thrillers. Um, yeah. God, I would have stopped you know, at that section of the video. Well, I was just talking to a friend of mine. Like, you remember in the 90s, like, psychiatrists were the heroes of, like, every other movie. What? <laughs> what is that Bruce Willis movie? The, the Sixth Sense. Yes, <laughs> Color of Night. That's exactly what I was fucking thinking of. I was like, that was like the height of like psychology is sexy uh-huh. yeah. movies. Is Color of Night? Yeah, because there's like yeah. full on penetration in that movie. Full on penetration. Yes. Shit. Jesus. Like in a pool. Jesus. Yeah. Goddamn. 
I remember there was a director's cut. Yeah, yep. but I mean, there was a... There was, but, but he, he said finally into the microphone. <laughs> well, I don't remember the full penetration. I remember yeah, the no, deal you was see very, you see his dick in that... Yep. And like I don't remember seeing it. So. But much more... In, but you see his dick in more of a way than you see it in like Ben Affleck Gone Girl sense. Because oh, like that they was, touted that, that for like, Gone oh, Girl and it was like a quick was, cut of like almost nothing. They hyped that up. You barely saw anything. Yeah. That was yeah. a bat dick. Yeah. But yeah, the nineties were were like psychological thrillers were so sexy. Right. It was like the nineties, yeah. But it was odd because Fatal Attraction was eighty seven, so this is about yeah. ten years later. Almost, yeah. Redressed Fatal Attraction. Well, that's not entirely true. That is kind of my memory of this movie. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. I went into it, turned out it wasn't entirely. I mean, but it's the best that. way to describe it. Yeah, know? I guess for yeah. the concept of it. You got an innocent little girl mm-hmm. who meets a guy from the other side of the track. Well, no, see, he doesn't even come off that way. You just make it sound creepy in your description. (laughs) Well, because it is, isn't it? I mean, it's a creepy movie. It is. Yes, it is. As it should be, I guess. He kind of is from the other side of the tracks, though, because she skips school, and that's when she meets him. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know he's not in school at the very most. Well, I think you know know he's not in school because he looks like he's 28. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I mean, that's how she meets him is by, like, doing something bad off the Yeah. You know, like, and he's playing pool and drinking beer at, like, two in the afternoon. Yeah. On, like, a week, on a weekday. On a weekday. (laughs) On a school night. (laughs) Playing pool was the key factor of, like, oh, he's a bad boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. playing pool. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it was the night. thermal he was wearing while he was doing it. That's how we told people that we were serious was by playing pool. We? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, this is my, was like, there. yeah, I was there. This is there. I was at the fucking pool hall of this movie. all the time. That's why when you were seeing that, oh, this is okay. Yeah, admitting <laughs> something probably dark and horrible about myself. Uh, it's probably yeah, like, dark let's or do it. You know, uh, yes, let's do it. That's why we're here, Colin. Well, uh, it's a Skype therapy session. When, uh, right. That's right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Uh, when Alyssa Milano went up to the guy in the leather jacket and the long hair, I can't remember. What you're, you're like, Gary, what is he? No, I'm like, that's no. that's what I was patterning my look after. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the sweaty Colin! leather jacket, bearded, oh, long hair, pool hall guy. Yeah. And, and yeah. just just do put an image out there for all you people who have not seen this movie or are not aware of what we're talking about. If you've ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know that this movie has a lot of connections to that TV oh, yeah. show. Oh, and yeah. And one of those connections is that this character looks exactly like Rickety Cricket. Like he is dirty. He's like got a, the meth like face going tough, on. Like a tough cricket because cricket is he tough. though? Like I mean, I, mean, I, I don't. Tough is I still have my generous. Biker jacket. I think. I, Colin, I believe you I mean, lived in a leather jacket for months on end. <laughs> slept in it, woke up in it. I would did not acid be, in it. I would not he be wants scared. to be tough. He I would not be scared of tough. cricket. I would be scared of this guy. Yeah. He's a fucking date rapist. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. yeah, he's dirty and just the hair and the mm-hmm. face. Yeah. yeah, he's got that meth face going on, and it's it's, it's not horrible. Good. And then for some reason, this like hot Alyssa fucking Milano at like eighteen years old, fucking hot, walks in and she's like, "Ooh la la!" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Are you kidding me? Animal he looks dirty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's dirty and he trashy. Looks and like I want it." 40 compared to her, yeah. though. Like, I'm, he looks so oh much older. Than God. He's done a lot of drugs. Yeah. I mean, I, Marky Mark, I get it. I get, I mean, it. I get it. I get it. Especially at this point in time. Yes. I get it. I yeah. get it. But that guy? No. I don't get it. Especially at because all. we should mention this is, I mean, you know, this is right after Calvin Klein. So, like, peak physical oh, condition. Oh, God. Those fucking Mark. briefs, man. You know? But, mm. yeah. Everyone else in this movie, what? Like all what? of his lackeys are like disgusting. Yeah, meth heads, like yeah. disgusting. Just, um, you know, just grimy yeah. dudes. 
Well, you've all seen this movie, right? You know, you know what we're talking about. This. You've like, seen Mark, Mark. this movie. Have I had never seen. Sean, I can't believe, I can't believe you had never seen this, this. one. Wait, are you kidding me, Sean? Right you gotta, Sean, you gotta think back this. to the time when every movie we mentioned, Sean was like, "I've never seen that." The Godfather, Sean? No. But Empire this, Strikes right, Back. Get it out, no, Colin. What else? What else are we gonna make? No, I, I know what you're saying, but I also think like this came out like when this came out like. Like hormonal Sean, I feel like should have watched this. I mean, I you're <laughs> you know, very right. You know what like, I mean? This would have yeah. been right up my alley. Yeah, as hormonal like, Sean. Exactly. For how much you love Scream, and for the fact that this came out the same year, I can't believe you missed this movie. Like that know. shocks me. To think yeah. That you if it wasn't it. playing around uh, USA or HBO at the time, then I guess I just this didn't is see on it. cable a lot. Actually, this you'd be surprised ca- how often this was on cable. cable. I missed it somehow. Yeah, this was a big part of my adolescence. <laughs> uh, I feel like it would have been a big uh, part of mine. Yeah? Well, see, I mean, maybe I was uh, not... Well, I don't know. I mean, I was closer in age at the time, too, probably. To, to marking Mark. Mark. Yeah. Movie, yeah. Which is like, I think at the beginning half of the movie, I think that's where my identification was, actually, like more with him. Not the, uh, you know, uh, overly violent, you know, uh, uh, with aggressive. With the pursuant of the young woman. Oh, but yeah, God. I guess in that, you know, like that, that dynamic, it's sure. like, this is a girl falling in love with this guy you know who's like trying to you know seduce her basically or mm-hmm. he's you know becoming mr right moving into her perfect family life uh and then you know obviously the movie it's a horror movie what well, is it a horror movie it's a home invasion it's a thriller, movie. It's, a thriller. It's, a thriller. it's a thriller it's okay. not horror but like no. but to, like there is a moment that this is there that are got me moments like, yeah i know awful like to like to a young girl watching this i thought it was scary as shit he was borderline triggering oh my god me at some point so me too that last me 20 too. minutes is just like whoa yeah it was really scary he, marky mark was 25 when they made this movie oh okay 25 25 okay. yeah and uh, reese Witherspoon was what 19, 19? 19 yeah yep yeah, which I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I will say like like I don't see that much of an age difference between them when they're on screen together. Like they, I think they play it pretty well between the two of them. That's pretty good. He's young. He's young in the face. Well, and uh, we should. Not the body. <laughs> we were talking about it through the whole movie, but his accent is out of fucking control. Oh man, oh it's fantastic. Yeah. It is. It's Who fantastic. can do the best Marky Mark oh. impression? So many bad guys out there. <laughs> so many bad guys out there. Yeah, the death. But there's like a music yeah. right. to it. That right. you're, there, there is like you're that doing you gotta... the you're doing the Boston, but the, right. But to get hey, his... you guys, his flow. Hey, you guys, are we going to the mall today? I mean, it's. So... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is he a puppy dog? Is he a dog? But does he always what? talk like that? Is he the dog from Up? I know. <laughs> Seriously. Hi there. Oh my god. I mean, he wonderful. does whisper a lot of his lines. I don't think, can, I don't think any of us can do it, but there is a, there is a musicality just, to it. Callan just, just tried to do fear, and he did Homeward Bound instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying. I'm like trying to remember a line from because it was the fucking happening was the one where it was like I can't yeah. take this guy. Yeah. 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 You got all these honeybees. I can't fucking yeah. do it. it. Yeah. Oh, like like he does um up speak a lot. Where like his he sentences does. end on an up note. It's and the that's fucking, really hard to it's, listen. And that's to. Valley. That's yeah. That's the Valley speak. Anyone has seen so it's fascinating to listen to as much as it if is anyone like, has oh. seen the Saturday Night Live skit where they where he's talking to Say a hi goat. to your mother for me yeah <laughs> hi goat <laughs> I like your beard goat <laughs> I got a beard too yeah say hi to your mother you ever seen for the perfect me. storm I had a beard too like it's <laughs> hilarious and it's <laughs> spot on I think Holly does it's the best spot one on. <laughs> thank you Holly does the best one I'm not even trying he also says whore instead of whore you fucking whore you fucking whore you lace curtain motherfucker. 
<laughs> that was like departed Wahlberg. Right yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's straight uh, departed uh, Wahlberg. Yeah. Well, maybe, love it. maybe not. Her, maybe, fuck uh, maybe, her, go fuck maybe go fuck yourself. Maybe go fuck yourself. Her parents in this are played by uh, some fantastic people, I thought. Uh, William Peterson and Amy oh, Brennan. Uh, Brenneman. Brenneman? Brenneman. From Heat. What else has she been in? Judging Amy? Judging Amy. And she of was the ghost mom in Casper. Thank you very much. There you Aww. go. Uh, William Peterson was in Manhunter, uh, Man which yeah. is a fantastic film. Yep. And yeah. then he became Excellent. like he was on CSI forever. He's in an awesome Whatever. movie that yeah. you should check out called To Live and Die in L.A. also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. yeah. He's really good. It was like Manhunter and that and To Live and Die in L.A. are like the two like fantastic William Peterson movies. And to fear. <laughs> and fear. <laughs> fear. Well. Okay, so that was, I guess, like a thing, like, you know, watching it this time, there was the, uh, well, I mean, I know you guys are going to talk about the, like, the experience of, you know, watching it as a younger woman and now. Uh, yes, I will uh, talk about that experience. <laughs> right, yeah. At length, I as we go through will. this podcast, of watching it as a younger woman and how I felt about it at that time. <laughs> Please, let's get into that. All right, that. let's hear about this, Sean. Explore uh, here. How, how was it? As a young woman. <laughs> Very much, and I had coming into your uh, own. I get it. Confusing feelings. Yeah, Uh, I was learning about my body. uh, (laughs) Well, this is like it's a coming of age movie, right? I mean, it's all kind of wrapped in the package. I mean, that's got to be part of the appeal of this is that you see, like, she starts off as a girl and emerges at the end as a woman. This is the idea that you know she has to go through, um, like the. There's a moment where. She confronts Alyssa Milano and she is like, yeah. you know, maybe I don't trust you. Maybe I don't, I can't trust anybody anymore. I can't yeah, remember what the line was, really but that's like that kind of yeah. Yeah. the, you know, the taking the blinds off what the adult world is like. Right. You know, that's and that even, moment. If you look at that moment, look how she's dressed in that moment. Oh, she looks how rough. How, well, <laughs> <laughs> so what they all do. It's like, you know. or, or just a little more mature at that point. Because mm. look, look at what she wears in the rest of the movie compared to what she's wearing yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's just, it's slacks. It's a tucked in like dress yeah. shirt in that point. Like she's dressed as more mature, more serious, I'll say, yeah. at that point when she's confronting those things. That's a good point. I think the costume designer did a lot of heavy lifting in this movie. I, I think, think so, so too. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like yeah, especially makeup. when you think about the first time yeah. we see her, she's and wearing how she's dressed. Yeah. That short dress with those socks. Her the dad socks. literally says, "Didn't you wear that when you were twelve years old?" Yeah, like mm-hmm. her dad literally says that. Yeah, the socks, the shoes, the socks were a really good touch. It was like a nineteen. It was a really good nineteen fifties outfit. I wore those socks when I was like five. Yeah, the and ones that like those ruffle, ruffle with the ruffle socks. Yeah, oh, yeah. So identify with like, yep. oh, you got your six year old little girl and yeah. she wears shit like yes. that, and then yeah. you see it on her, you're just like, whoa, like okay, jailbait, calm down. Yeah, add a few inches to that dress. Yeah. But then I think, like, later on, it becomes, like, this is every parent's nightmare. I mean, I don't have kids, but, like, oh, yeah. this time I'm identifying with the William Peterson character, and he is in a lot more of the movie than I remember, because <laughs> it seemed to me <laughs> the first time. He's a big time, part of the movie. Like, he's kind of the protagonist, right? He kind of yeah. is, yeah. But that's what like, surprised me. this is his movie, right? That's like, what surprised It really <laughs> like, is. It really is. Because I was kind of, you know, I was thinking, how is this going to, well, I don't know, I was going to talk about a little bit of, you know, the, the climax, but the, 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 the roller coaster which, which scene, gonna, well, we'll get, we got to get to that. climax? There's a few. The one you remember movie. or, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. I was talking to a guy at work today and said, you know, it's like, yeah, we're watching Fear. And he's like, I think, is that a movie to have a roller coaster scene? I'm like, you would remember that. And he's like, I don't remember what happens. <laughs> yeah. like, like, yeah, you, you do. You remember yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you remember that? 
No. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. What? There's a roller coaster in that movie? Definitely don't remember that part. That was the one with the stunt stunt thighs or whatever. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would assume. I would, that I would be, assume. Yeah. I don't know. I don't she was know. 19. I, I was a minor. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you shoot stuff like that. That's a weird one because... Well, I mean, you know, we only saw below the waist and then cut to their faces, and that was it. We didn't see true. anything in between. Yeah. There was no wide shots, so yeah. I was like, really? He just kind of held his hand there. I mean, it's, it's not true, really. But and like no, the, it was her, the it was angle her didn't moving. make sense. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't really doing much. Right. It was. But it's also it doesn't show in the way they shoot it. You have close-ups on her face, his face, and then legs. So it's quite possible that somebody else was in there just for to be comfortable for it's everybody. The only reason that I thought yeah. it was is because the gyrations of the torso were different than... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he def- he had a two-camera setup on right, yeah, the roller yeah, coaster. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I'll... I'll I'll say somebody else was in that position. Yeah. Especially because when they cut to like Marky Mark's reactions, it looked like a different set or day entirely. You know, like when they cut to him, like while it's happening, like it looks like a completely different time and place. Especially I didn't think so. I don't know. I didn't think it, it really lined up very well. Yeah. It um, wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they used a, a, a stunt version for that, but it was pointless, but it wouldn't surprise me. I, I it wouldn't surprise me either, but at the same time Maybe like not pointless to them. I don't know, the uh, actors Maybe. and stuff involved. But, like, when you're a 19-year-old Reese Witherspoon and you only have the man in your moon under your belt, like, right. how much clout do you have to, like, pull that? I wonder. You well, know? Yeah. Also, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know if a situation like that is clout. I think it's it's comfortableness for everybody. I don't know yeah. what I'm – I don't know who you put in that situation who is comfortable. I can't – Someone who's, I, like, 25 or Sure, something. but someone yeah. who's older and more mature right. to yeah, deal yeah. with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's a major possibility, especially when you're dealing with younger yeah. actors. And maybe that's and what I was thinking about it because I thought she was younger than 19. Team right. and she made the movie. It was like, oh, okay, so you get somebody else to, yeah. to do this scene. I think it's Maybe, all, so. It's Maybe so. Maybe so. Set to Wild Horses. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this movie will, uh, will change songs. your meaning of that song. What's the name of it? When you said that, like, you're never going to hear Wild, Wild Horses again, yeah. and I'm like, isn't that the song in the Silence of the Lambs? That's Goodbye Horses. Goodbye Horses. Good horses. Okay, thank you very much. I'm like, yeah. what? They have that in the... Yeah. No, it's Goodbye yeah. Songs about horses, and this is man. And like this is a cover. It's not it's the Rolling Stones shit. original version. It's a cover of Wild Horses. So mm. that, yeah. I mean, it's a slowed down. Just like, you know, it's, it's weird that... 20 some years later now we're watching movies now where like the trend in the trailer is to do a slowed down version of a very popular song mm-hmm. and trailers. Are still doing that or are we yes. over that? They no just we're still doing the, it. The Westworld trailer. Yeah There's we're a still doing it. Yep. Uh, they did, they did it with it Tomb Raider. They did so, they a Survivor. Did yeah. 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 It's, it's still a trend and it's like wow still 20 years ago yeah. they actually did it in a scene They do it with though. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. I haven't been paying attention. Um so uh, yeah, the uh, you this was the this was the buy-in moment you for you in the uh, in, when you saw this as young uh, young ladies. So you're like watching this movie and you're like roller coaster scene. I'm in. Uh, I mean, no, no I was just like, where's me, this going to go from here? It made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you might have to be of a certain age. Well, because you go into this. Okay, the movie's literally called Fear, so you know nothing good is going to happen. Yeah, and you've seen the trailer. Let me in your fucking house. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know nothing. Like this isn't going to go to anywhere good. (laughs) So it's very scary. (laughs) That scared me that moment. I was like, whoa! In the last twenty minutes, I was like, whoa! Yeah, no, I want to say I think Marky Mark like really kind of pulls it off in this movie. I think so too. He's creepy as fuck. Yeah, made me uncomfortable. He is like he has that rage like that is body. Like his rage is like just below the surface through most of the movie, but yeah. you can feel it's there. It's the you know? it's tense, it's the man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tense. Like, oh, it's right there. And, and it's then when it like boil boils over. over, it's like 
that much more unsettling because you knew it was coming for the whole movie. You know, it's. Well, he plays like a, you know, he, well, he comes, he plays a guy who's been in and out of a bunch of uh, foster homes, foster homes and prison or jail Mental or something. Institution. Well, he says institution, but that could yeah. mean that could be a correctional institution. I guess, yeah. But yeah. I, I guess if I'm hearing foster home and then institution, mm. I'm thinking mental, not necessarily prison. See, I, I automatically went to correctional institution. Yeah, because he lists off like I thought he said Rikers. He in did one say place. Rikers when he's uh, yeah, I following this Gary place, in the woods. Place, yeah. yeah, then he says Rikers. But he, so he's you know uh, with a, a group of guys who are you know clearly like you know uh, criminals. Yeah, so he's a group of thugs. <laughs> He's the most clean cut one of them, the, uh, supposedly the leader, but he can ingrate himself into ingratiate himself into mm-hmm. her uh, upscale family right. because he can actually like. Uh, he's, he's very, very manipulative. Polite. He's yeah. very yeah, manipulative. Right. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, he's very manipulative. You know what? He was, can read people very well. Very too. well. Yeah, I think that's yeah. So his psychology there is that's mm-hmm. what makes him. You know what? One of the key telling things I thought was at the beginning where they go. He goes out on a date with Reese Witherspoon. She says, "I got a curfew. I got to be home at midnight." And he's like, "Well," but just, and he just sets the clock back. Yeah, I'm like that's a good moment for that character because that means he is making his own reality. Only what mm-hmm. matters to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the, yeah. He yeah, is. That that's you're like you're not right in the head. Well, but as two <laughs> and viewers, it can seem like it can go both ways. It can yeah. seem well. Yeah, I was. As, as a viewer, it can seem very innocent, or it can seem mm-hmm. very manipulative, depending mm-hmm. on how you read it. And but Maybe it's a good setup go for yeah. what's going to happen mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. And it, you know, the first time something like that happens, you're like, well, maybe it's you know something sweet and innocent. But then mm-hmm. when it, that continues to be a pattern of behavior, that's when you're like, it's manipulative. Yeah, because so, yeah. Well, the movie isn't really five, doing... minute of, five minutes of cutscenes where he's just going to the house, <laughs> changing the clock. all the clocks, all the clocks are back because everything's a manual clock at this point. Well, he's not. There's the movie. If it's if it's going to be like a thriller, it doesn't really tip its hand early. I assume they were counting on the fact that like well you'd seen the trailer and you knew what you were getting into you know when you bought the ticket but there's nothing in that first like I don't know 45 minutes of the movie that really says that he's really like this guy's dangerous right it's only when he starts to meet the family and there's that scene between him and William Peterson where basically it's like a pissing contest or mm-hmm. the staring contest you know where it's like William Peterson gets the idea that, hey there's something not right about this guy but that's what I love about it. Because when you are in the trenches of a relationship like that, you're not going to see it right away. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time for you to get to that point. Yeah. And that is, okay, if there's anything realistic about this movie, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that he's not right off the bat fucking psycho, you know? I, yeah. I remember watching, when I watched this as a kid, I, no I was... right off the bat fucking psycho. No, no. no. You learn that later. That shit comes yeah. out later. Yeah. yeah. But I remember thinking that when I watched this as like a 12 year old, I remember thinking like even then I was like, wow, I really was like, oh, this guy's really sweet. And then I realized because he like, speaks in a fucking hush yeah. whisper for the whole fucking movie. Hush Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it was and it was so like eye opening to me. I was like, oh, my God, like people are fucking nuts. Like, it's a scary world out there. This is actually very educational for young girls. I think this is the appeal. That's what I'm going to. This is the appeal of this movie. It's like it does that very well. Yeah. (laughs) But then it reaches a point where where it starts being horribly damaging in what it's telling you. True. Like, Alyssa Milano's character says (laughs) some things that you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, there's. Yeah. That's not. uh, At least I don't know what the reaction was to that character 
1996? Probably nothing. Probably yeah, nothing. No. Now it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's very. No. There, there, there is a point where Marky Mark shows up at school after him and Reese Witherspoon have been on a few dates. He doesn't go to the school, by the way. He mm-hmm. does not go to the school. He is not a student at the school. He's he just 25. shows up. Get, <laughs> uh, He's 32. He just shows up and he sees her talking with, to with her friend Gary. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he just jumps out of the car, beats the shit out of Gary, throws his hand back and knocks Reese Witherspoon out of the way, gives her a black eye. And later on, Alyssa Milano tells her, well, you know, sometimes that's their fucked up way of saying they love you. That's a fucked and up that psychology. is the worst thing you could say in a movie horrible, horrible. ever, maybe. That's like, the worst thing you say in a movie or to say to a woman Just to all. say in general yeah. ever, yeah. It's, yeah. And, and it is brushed aside like a comment. But we're not saying. I mean, like the, those type of that type of psychology also exists. That you know, the person, oh, it does. Uh, you know, like yeah. well, just explaining all this stuff away. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel like, like that's a setup for Alyssa Milano's character. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a really damaging thing to say. But because she like apparently has no no father in the home, and her mom's absentee like the mm-hmm. entire time. She's yeah. like a latchkey yeah. kid who you know yep. just kind of. And I don't know, like if it's kind of setting something up, like. Comparing her to uh, the family dynamic of Reese Witherspoon, because it ends up that like you know when she has her final breakdown, it's like mm-hmm. you're my only friend, and <clears throat> she screws that yeah. relationship up. Mm-hmm. I actually think okay now now that you say that, it makes me think that like when Alyssa Milano's character said that, that was a setup for what happens to her character later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. But even still, in that moment, it is not a good thing to say. Like, I understand what it did for her character later on in the movie, but, like, just taking that one quote in the context of what it, when it was said in the movie is still not a great thing. Mm. But for her character arc, I understand where that was telling us it was going, mm-hmm. given the third act of this movie. Yeah, it has... Uh, I was surprised. Again, like mm-hmm. I said, watching this again, that, like, the, the writing is, like, pretty sharp on it. The uh, You were saying before that you thought that William Peter, like it was William Peterson's movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It totally is his movie. He's the hero. Well, his intentions okay. are always good. So, yeah. Well, it, there's that. But there's also the moment, like there was a moment where I'm like, you know, having recently, I've been having this experience watching movies where you go like the guy who sounds crazy and says like we should just do this, and you're like, you know what, that person. Is the person who's got the right idea here, yeah. and no one's listening to yep. him. No one's listening to him. And yeah. he filled that role yep. in this one. Yes. yes <laughs> he, he was did. like, no, we got to do something about this kid. He's crazy. Like, ah, he's not right. crazy. And everything will go against that until the bitter end where you're just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. until everyone else realizes they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And shit's gone too far. Because the thing I really appreciate about his character and this movie in general is because I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, it's going to be a dad that's really over overprotective of his daughter's virginity. That's going to be the storyline. But it's not that, actually. It's more – It's the virginity is not his issue as much as it is that, like, she has a black eye and she said it was mm, – she's, yeah. she's telling a lie to cover it up, but clearly everyone knows well, it's he's from David. Seeing, I think he's seeing further down the line. Exactly. Which is something I think, like, you know, again, this is, like – the difference in experience that I had watching this when I was 22 versus now, then it was like, you know, because you do kind of relate, I guess, to the, you know, the idea that there's a parent who's overprotective of the daughter and, you know, it's like you just want to date the daughter. But now it's like from the father's point of view, it's like he is, you know, looking at this situation going like, 
Okay, you know, even the mom when uh, when Reese Witherspoon comes in, she's like, you know, where were you? And she's like, oh, you know, my watch step, broke, and I'm like, step the mom, mom knows, or stepmom knows, oh, yeah. like right there. She's the true villain in this movie, <laughs> the though. Evil we have discussed she is what? the true villain of this movie. She might be because I mean, she is doing everything she can to turn her husband against his own daughter. Well, let's put it this way. Everything if, if she else, can. She's not helping her own cause with the daughter. Exactly. She's yeah. not trying to forge a relationship. She's trying to push them apart. He's, what? You guys well, saw a different movie than well, She I called just, her a slut think, twice in this I, I movie. Uh, but one of them was a joke. One of them wasn't to her. It was to the dad, and it was a joke. One was to on, uh, the daughter's face, though. Yeah, well, the first one was. The first one but was, she's, yes. She explicitly yeah, said, like, I'm angry to get away from me, and she said something. I she think said, that, well, take your makeup off. Makeup yeah. off. You look like a slut. Yeah. And then the other one, she said to her husband, well, if she keeps wearing her makeup like that she looks like a slut or something something to that, that effect. was the joke but but like it was like after we've dealt with this fiery situation where i called your daughter a slut and we've worked past it now i'm like but when you have a blended okay. family you can't you can't set fires like that and mm-hmm. then expect everything to be okay that's not like I, as someone who comes from a blended family you that's not how step parents should treat their stepchildren Especially if they want to have a good relationship with everyone in the family, that's not. You can't go around saying shit like that and expect everything to be okay. But a lot of it does seem like she's trying to, you know, she seems to be um, building bridges. With, I mean, like you know, building bridges with the daughter, with Reese Witherspoon's character, in a way that she can relate to her, like on some of the the feminine things that are happening, the right. feminine point of view where the dad can't because right. when he comes in, it's like what you know, and then the hackles come up and it's like must go kill right. <laughs> She does that later too when like uh, Mark Wahlberg is over, David is over to the house and everything. Like she's trying to extend the hand in that regard as well. Because even before, I feel like that was more out of fear. That's that was my read on that. Was like it'll just be easier if I just let this happen. Was kind of like fear of what? Like it will. Like I think it was just more like it'll be easier if I just let her have him over here than have her act out. Well, she does say that to him, you know, at, at a certain point, which is weird because every other interaction with the daughter has been knocking her down as much as she can. But at this point in time, she's going to dial it back. Yeah. Her parenting yeah. method makes I mean, no sense. I mean, she she does have some tender moments where there where she it, she oh, yeah. is acting like a mother towards her. I, I think the third act. No, I, I think I think what it is, is she's in a constant battle of trying to be a mother figure. But then her like. Anger at her husband and the and the way he treats Reese Witherspoon's character, I think that takes over most of the time, and she's just like resenting him. Really, I, I think so. I and think that it, manifests in slut shaming, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think she definitely resents the, his relationship with her because he's constantly giving into her and not reprimanding her when he needs to. And I think she, I think she's mad about that. I think, I think initially she, she's mad that, about yeah. the easier relationship. I mean, cause anybody's going to be mad if you're the one, uh, providing the punishments or setting the rules and the other one mm-hmm. gives in too easily because mm-hmm. that's where the resentment comes in. Right, yeah. exactly. But when you're the step-parent, exactly. that's not your call to make. You know I'm, what I'm, I'm saying? Not, like, I'm not saying it that's is, like, but I'm saying that's what's like, yeah. happening. When you're that the step-parent, that is that. not yeah. your fucking call to make. Like, yeah. you, but it is... Um, how long have they... Have we figured out how long they've been together? We don't know. We All, all we know is that Reese Witherspoon's only been there for about a year. She's, that's all right. we know. Oh, right. Right, right. Yeah. She's but they could have both moved. or We don't know how long they've been together. Right. Right. Because before that, it felt like that they had all been a thing for a lot longer. It, I, I don't know. Because remember at the beginning, we hear William Peterson's character be like, oh, he called me dad. 
you know, with right. to, with yeah. Tobias. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it's a fairly new situation. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. call your fucking new stepdaughter a slut right off yeah, the bat is not a great There's start. definitely some tension there in the family that feels like they're working things out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, it doesn't I mean, it doesn't feel like a family that's accustomed right. to each they're other. They're still trying to have family events. Exactly. The, uh, yeah. concert and everything. Yeah. It's very true. That's why the whole, like, uh, you know, whatever, the minefield the, that they have to go through with the Marky Mark uh, incursion, right, mm-hmm. is like a team-building experience. Uh, that's going to be my... <laughs> it that's it be is my a corporate team-building excursion. That's my Sorry, what did you say? Yes. The Marky Mark, the Marky Mark incursion. incursion. Marky Mark yes. incursion. That's my brilliant. Copyright it. Copyright 2018 Saturday Night Free Show. The Marky Mark incursion. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I love it. God, I want to see Jesus. that. Fuck two white crew. I want the Marky Mark. That's amazing. Yeah. You're just going to do a bunch of good vibrations? Yeah. Covers? Mm-hmm. Mostly in just underwear. Are you going to hit punching bags a bunch like he does in that in video? In underwear, yeah. yes. This is all the things I'm going to do. Does he do that in underwear? Yes, in the- yes, oh, he, does. Oh, yes he, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Have you not seen the video for good vibrations? I- it's been like 20, 30, 20 years, twenty odd years, probably. Yeah, because I was I had, never no, a fan song, of fucking Marky Mark in the goddamn. Well, sure, but bunch. you've never watched like fucking VH1 flashbacks. Yeah, like exactly. I love, I love the nineties no. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Nope. come on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have no cable. I'm a cord cutter. I'm out. I- <laughs> Marky Mark, you go back YouTube and find the, the yeah, and find the Wraith soundtrack. YouTube, you could go watch it on there. Uh, I could, but who would? I mean, uh, but uh, so <laughs> did we? Did we talk about the tattoo? Oh my god, no! Oh. We should talk about the <laughs> fucking tattoo. Talk about yeah, the tattoo. So he, he does what goth kids in your high school did and mm-hmm. does him, himself a stick and poke, where he yep. he cuts it into his chest and then rubs ink from a pen all over it. Mm-hmm. And what does um, it say? What does, Nicole, it say? what does it say? Nicole forever, 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 not e, not for Eva, Nicole for Eva. Go for Eva. I guess she's running for something. Yeah, she's yeah. running for office. I'm for Nicole for Eva. Like he's a human fucking lawn. <laughs> Sign. Yeah. <laughs> Stick me in a yard in front of someone's house. Nicole for Eva. You can rent me out. So he, oh he's gosh. an obsessive type, we know for sure. So that we but we get bit. the impression that this is the first time that he's ever really had this type of uh I guess like this is when his emotions have become engaged for the first time ever. I don't think this is the first time. I mean well, the only reason I say that is because like He's completely unprepared to deal with it, and he just goes like off the deep end. He's I like, think "That's teenage what? hormones." I think that's being a teenager. Honestly, oh, does it feel like first time it girlfriend? Like, it feels like more than that. Maybe There's, he just got out of the slammer, and this is the first girl. There you go. I think maybe they were out that first night. Idea. It was a party to celebrate like his release. Yeah, because honestly, like it seems like he knows exactly what he's doing. Could yeah, be. it feels very yeah. calculated. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Well, I he, don't he think this is his first time doing this. Who knows? Yeah. I don't think it's his first it, time. Could, yeah, because what? If you're a psychopath, then you really have no emotional response. So the, his yeah. his swagger and the but like. Where does the chest care? tattoo come out of? If it's not of an emotional response, know, that, what is yeah. that? Then? Yeah, you know. It yeah. does. It feels very teenager emotionally yeah. to me. Is what it feels like. Or what would you say? Like uh, in in it, super inexperienced, like on a, on some kind of uh, on the scale. Or right? imbalance. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah. it's just an imbalance. Yeah. Like it's. I think he's just. It's a chemical imbalance. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got some serious mental disorders that I wouldn't even begin to diagnose because I don't fucking know. I don't think he's a psychopath or a sociopath, but he's got some fucking maybe well, borderline personality. Just maybe maybe, you know, maybe. That, that whole thing of kind of making his own uh his own rules for things like he goes into the women's bathroom to confront her at some point and it's like 
Did you even think this through? Or you, I mean, like he has no concept of ba- he boundaries. He does not think about all. anything but himself and her. Yeah, that mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. yeah, that is yeah. the be all end all. Mm-hmm. And you wonder how much of that is like movie writing, or how much of that is the actual psychology. I'm inclined to think they were thinking in terms of the psychology of the character when they wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we well, talked yeah. about several times when we were watching this movie that, like, granted, this was 1996, so it's not a post 9/11 world. But we were talking about how, like, he does not go to the school, but he walks into the school what ten times in this yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and no one asks questions, no one stops him he can walk into the lunchroom he can walk into the bathroom yeah. no problems whereas like post 9-11 world that's right, not yeah, necessarily yeah. as possible that's right yeah. kids listening you used to be able to walk into any high school you wanted and kind of stalk your girlfriend you and put notes in her locker also they you can't do that like, anymore also they probably had like smoking pits at your high school but yeah probably uh, all yeah, that shit yeah, doesn't yeah. exist anymore yeah the courtyard yeah, yeah. the commons or whatever yeah. yeah so you don't you don't get any of that <laughs> cool stuff yeah anymore. we had the parking lot and we still had smoke in our cars mm-hmm. Um, so the end of this movie, I guess the reason that, uh, uh, William Peterson, I mean, eventually he makes, uh, terrible decisions. He does. Uh, well, actually a lot of terrible decisions. Do you lose respect for movie characters when they make a decision that you are just like, well, you're kind of on your own here. Cause like I was with you up until this moment and then you went and did something that I, maybe that's my buy-in. Like I'm so bought in and when they break that, you know, they're like, what? Well, I wouldn't do that. Well, <laughs> you know, you have to think like how what is what is the emotional decision being made here, and you have to. Sometimes you can maybe like, all right, maybe if I could put myself into that situation, maybe I'd react the same way. But then there's certain things where you're just like, don't, don't, don't do that. Exactly. Don't do the things you're doing right now. Are you that? Because yeah, like, some things are just like ah, when he goes dumb. to Marky Mark's house and like. Yep. Breaks up all their shit and destroys everything. So you're just destroying evidence at that point. You're mm-hmm. making your case harder not to make. Rational. Yeah, that that. Not rational. Yeah, that's it's not rational. That, yeah. That's not smart. That's an emotional not. response. And, that's not a rational. And to be honest, yeah. it felt out of character for. I it did. Yeah. It, oh it did yeah. Too. It felt yeah. very out of character because and this is that's a lifetime yeah. movie move. It and is. I guess when you're saying that, it's like the the function that it serves is so you can have. Uh, the, uh, Marky Mark's crew, yeah. like actually come to the house too, because why else would they do it? Yeah, well, he if, fucked up their shit. Then you have a, a motivation. Yes. I get that, that but it's weak st- writing. I get it. I know why they did it. It does still feel right. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't quite. Especially compute. for how level headed his character has been up until this point, him it calling, does not make sense. Him calling his lawyer friend that felt right in character for mm-hmm. him, right? And it, it, like you know, Holly and I were talking about. You know, as someone who has filed a restraining order, it is very easy to get it's one. It's really easy. It, you do not yeah. need hardly any evidence, if any, to re- yeah. file a restraining order, at least in the state we live in. Yeah. So, you right. know, uh, the fact that, like, that was not a part of the plot was very unrealistic to me because that would have been the first go to move. And yeah. granted, people do not have to file restraining orders there or do not have to follow them. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of people that violate restraining orders. Yeah. So that could have easily I been saw a plot. Unlawful point. entry. Yeah, but like it could have still been the same movie where they file a restraining order and he just breaks it, you know, like like it would not have affected the plot that much. And those only moments where he actually did call the cops, like just judging by his interaction with them, like over the phone, even though we only heard his side of the conversation, completely unrealistic. Yeah, their reaction was completely unrealistic, especially considering they had physical evidence that she had been assaulted. She's a sixteen year old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the. uh when the gang comes to his house and they start doing what they do, that is the point where you feel like 
William Peterson will start going all out and doing the crazy. It's Star Dogs. That's where. Yeah, that's, yeah, where, that's what I was thinking. Star Dogs moment. He shouldn't have gone crazy at their place and done all the exactly. shit. There should have been another reason to get them there. Then him going nuts and doing whatever he needs to do at that point. Then yeah. I'm just like, I'm in for that. But yeah. Yeah. at this point, but this is the thing. Like, yeah. but Straw Dogs and you know, like in this movie, they're not working the same way. Although it maybe I don't know if it would have been better if they did. In Straw Dogs, emasculates it's it's uh, it's lead male yeah. hero. Yep. And so, like in the end, he can like find this kind of like savage nature and take to himself. His home back, yeah, yeah, exactly. But this one doesn't emasculate uh, William Peterson. He does actually, because I was sitting there going like, you know, is this kid is like just kind of like every move that you're making is like shut the fuck up and sit down. And the kid stands up and goes like, this is blah 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 blah. It's like that's a challenge right there. That's like alpha, you know, yeah, kind of uh, behavior. Yeah. And William Peterson doesn't back down in that situation. I was like, is he going to beat the shit out of him? He doesn't. But it was still like, he's not ceding his territory. I'm like, this guy is not like going to just roll over. Mm. So you can't have that uh, third act, you know, like mm. here's where he finds his, you know, like the metal, you know? No, no, it's not where he finds its metal. It's where he finds that he's right. Or it's when it's when everyone else realizes that he's right. Yeah, uh, I that suppose point. that's why you yeah, put him in. Thing. Yeah, that's it's him. That character being right because it's supposed to be disbelief of all. It's supposed to be disbelief of of his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being the overprotective father. Right. He's going. You're too being far. crazy. You're being uh, right. overbearing. It's, no, he's it's him being righteous. He's at the, the only end one that his, sees this guy's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Right. That's his. Yeah peak at that point. And yeah. that's why they, they are able to get the better of him and put him in uh in, in handcuffs or whatever mm-hmm. they tie him up, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. to they get him in handcuffs. Take the power away from him then so he has to be, you know, mm-hmm. tied up on the floor. Yes. But And, and then I, it becomes a home invasion movie at that point, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It becomes a funny games yeah. or a strangers or yeah. And I was surprised that the uh I mean uh, it was a moment that I was actually happy for was that the son, the little the little kid Tobias. He, he had, steps Toby. the fuck up. He had a moment. That was awesome. you know? It was like that was you know, awesome. bravo to that kid. Yeah. He actually had something to do. <laughs> he backs up the car over one of uh, Marky Mark's lackeys mm-hmm. and then yeah. dials the car phone and calls 911. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A car yeah. phone. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, that's and great. Good job. Seemingly, he's without- like, I'll deal with this psychology later. I just need to call the cops right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, because he doesn't even like start crying or break a sweat. He's just like, all right, I'm gonna dial the phone now. Mm-hmm. He goes yeah, to that survival just, part of his yeah. brain where yeah. he's like, I just got to do what I got to yeah. do right now. Like, I just was- killed a man, but yep. now I'll dial the phone. I was wondering how that was going to play out because both Reese Witherspoon and Alyssa Milano are in the bedroom, you know, like, uh, and because uh, all basically the, anybody under twenty is locked mm-hmm. in a room mm-hmm. for protection. Mm-hmm. As, you know, the, the guys are coming in. And so I was like, well, how is this going to play out? But Reese Witherspoon has to tend to her friend who's distraught because Alyssa Milano, well, granted, she's been abused more so. Yeah, yeah. And she gets date, ra- date raped oh, by Marky Mark. We should yeah. mention that. that yeah. like, she so is, she's more fragile. She's losing it. Yeah, she is losing it. With these it. guys coming in. Rightfully so. <clears throat> So it is the kid, like, kind of in that moment, like, you know, he does call to his sister when he sees the shadow of these, you know, people crawling across the window, the, yeah. the window but I was like, so what's going to happen? She's going to have to defend, like, both of them? You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, how is this going to play out? And then I was like, you know, trying to, because I don't remember how the movie worked out, but it was like, you know, are we going to say that this guy uh, who, wor- you know, works out and he's all muscular, the Marky Mark character, is going to be somehow have to fight uh, Reese Witherspoon? Like, this just doesn't, like, how's that going to play out in a realistic way, I yeah. guess? Yeah. And then that's why I was like, 
holy shit, it is uh, uh, William Peterson does have the moment where he throws the fucking... I was going to say, can yeah. I use my $20 word here? He gets defenestrated. Oh, he does. Defenestrated, yeah. Yeah, I get to use that word. Yay. He does. He gets it's wonderful. Which means thrown out a window. Yes, defenestrated. Defenestrated, Put yeah. that one in your dictionaries. Word of the day, guys. That's yep. right. Defenestrated. Don't word say that you never learned anything yep. on the Saturday Night Freak Show. But Reese Witherspoon does get her moment to uh, stab the fuck out of him. Yeah. With a peace pipe. Chekhov's peace pipe. Who knew? We didn't right. even know it was Chekhov's Peace Pipe <laughs> until it was just like, because it came up, we're all like, Peace Pipe! <laughs> we were laughing so hard that he won her a Peace Pipe at the carnival where he fucked her on the roller coaster. Yes. And then uh, we finger were like, banged. Finger, finger, yeah, finger banged. Finger, fucking, yeah. <laughs> finger fucked. Yeah, but like, we were like, ha, huh, fucking Peace Pipe. And then it Chekhov's Peace Pipe, it comes oh, back no. in the I was end. not expecting that to come up. It's like, <laughs> Stabs him in the back with it. That was the one moment where like... Seriously, I like watch all these movies where people are getting yeah, stabbed do. and they keep going. But for some reason, I was buying into the reality that they were like they're trying to keep this relatively grounded. Right? He's not a superhuman. He's a right. big. He's yeah. a big dude, but he's yeah. not just like but he's, he's going to get stabbed. He's still in some like shit. what twenty years old? Um, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have like a the sucking chest wound. Yeah. Right? Like that was a uh, punctured lung. Yeah. yeah. Right? We think. Yeah, I don't a, know. That was a juicy stab. Yeah. 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 We'll yeah there's some good blood coming. Juicy stab. That was a juicy stab. Yeah, he was oh yes, it was a, juicy, <laughs> it was a stab. juicy stab. In the back. It's great. Yeah. But, I mean, she gets her, you know. Right, uh, she gets her moment. This her is the bit, moment yeah. of catharsis and revenge for her character. Like, yeah. For all the shit she's had to put up with through this entire movie. She gets him, you know, yeah. mortally. I would assume that would eventually kill you. <laughs> a mortal wound. Yeah, You're bleeding as much as he was bleeding out he of that. Bleeding yeah. Bleeding yeah. 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 But then he gets defenestrated. Yeah. Which, defenestrated. Which is yeah. wonderful. And the landing is the best part. That's right. a good the crack yeah. sound when his yeah. body gets yeah. concrete. Wonderful. That's solid. And that dummy, like that, that dummy, dummy was, was great. Was pretty yeah. gross looking. Like it dummy. was. Just full on. It's just the floppy it like neck. Loose. It was yeah. loose though. It was just like but yeah. the, the neck like bounced on the yeah. on the concrete it was, was real gross. I yeah. yeah. I oh yeah, it. it had it had it's pretty good, and then it was like then the movie's over and the credits roll, I, right, 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 yeah, yeah. immediately, like yeah. immediately, yeah. Like, there was like boom, credits, like credits rolling dead. as ambulances are pulling up to the house. Yeah, yeah like these credits people, are going. The, the filmmakers did not linger on a death or an incident nope. or anything like that. Well, like it happened, and that was it. Gary got his neck snapped, I think, and there, he was dead. There was the ling- there was a linger on a death that made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, the dog, the dog, the the dog. that was fucked up. I, so I, as I said when we were watching this, guys, if that ever happens to my dog, just fucking kill me. I don't ever want to. I don't want to live uh, after seeing that. No. So yeah. the, the dog was, Kaiser, which is a German Shepherd, yeah. gets decapitated, and they take its head and shove it through the dog door, like the dog is coming through the dog door, and then drop the head on the floor. That, yeah, that's in front of the, the whole last, family. That starts the last twenty minutes. And it's just like whoa. All right. Yeah. Which was pretty much on like just. Yeah, it was just going from that point. Yeah, oh, everyone Kaiser, lived through that. Kaiser's a German thing, isn't it? Like <laughs> a yeah. German Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not weird that the no, German no, Shepherd is named Kaiser, right? <laughs> honestly, okay, honestly, sure. with how rich this family probably is, considering they built their custom built house on this like peninsula in it Washington, really that dog was probably imported from Germany. Probably, probably. Yeah, they were <laughs> from the Kaiser. Yeah. They built the Purge House. I mean, like yeah, the they house did had, on the peninsula yeah. in Washington. Yeah. And that awesome, uh, like break resistant glass it had. Oh, yeah. Just on the first floor. Just on the first floor, though. Did it have shutters to also that? It, uh, no, it just has blinds. Just blinds. Just blinds. Okay. They're Venetian blinds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the second floor, you can break it with an umbrella. Well, apparently. maybe maybe it just only works from the inside out. 
Okay. How, I mean, how yeah, you tell me how that glass How does that glass work? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Where are you, yeah. Cornell? Tell me how that shit worked out. If you're Cornell, someone who works at Cornell, please yeah. tell us yeah. how that Let glass works. Let us know works. about your reversible glass-proof <laughs> glass. You need to get out. Right. If you need to shoot thing. your way out yeah. while you're it's, inside the car, right. you're fine. You want to yeah. keep yeah. you Nobody safe if you're in there, but if you're inside, you got to be able to get out. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, is there any? Uh, did we, did we cover fear? Do you feel like we've that we've talked about I it? Think I, think so. I think we hit those points, I man. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, listeners, stick with us because we're going to go around the table. We're going to tell you what we thought of fear. Uh, but first, we are. Go- <laughs> are we doing that with every movie now? Fear, fear. I don't think it I works mean, with I this mean, one. It doesn't work, but lie. I like it. I like doing what it. What was the yeah, one no, that we did? The, the fear of the year is here. What? Your, uh, your, your no, 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 no. I'm, no, I was about to say your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, thank you for that. the yours. So, I don't know your is available that. now in the Walmart bargain it bin. Is. <laughs> Buy <laughs> dubs. I was at Walmart and I was looking through the bin. And holy shit, there were a lot of your Blu-rays in there. Yeah. So go buy it. We did not have to order <laughs> them from Amazon. Guys, if we buy right enough there. of them, maybe they'll make another one. <laughs> I gotta believe that we all ordered it, and they were just like, fucking it toss Walmart. it in the bin. Give it to Walmart. Because goddamn it, they weren't there before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's because of us. 35th anniversary. Um, if it's just in our city, we'll know. <laughs> Right? Yeah, please all go look and let us know. <laughs> please go look and tell us. Because if it's yeah, if it's just here where we are, we'll Dom, does that Walmart in us? Is yeah. this the like Saturday not. Night no, Freak Show it. Easter egg hunt? Maybe it is. The sh- Saturday Night Freak Show mission? We gotta have these. The uh what do you call it? The uh Saturday Night Freak Show. I don't know, I feel like treasure. you're trying to make a segment right I don't really now. know yeah. what you're getting at, so I'm trying to create a movement out there. The movements before the okay. show starts. I gotta go pee or my bladder's gonna fucking explode. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh what we're gonna do while Michaela's doing that, we are going to read the mail. mail. Read the mail. But yeah. first of all, we should remind you how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. You can write to us via email. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And you can also get a hold of us on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Saturday Night <laughs> you Freak Show. You know what we also didn't do? We didn't have Igor bring us the mail. We're all out of sorts. Oh, yeah. Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Thanks, Igor. Nice, nice tattoo, Igor. He looked oh, like he bumped it's up. A, it's it's a call forever. It says freak show forever. Freak show forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope he did that with a better Barbara. method than yeah. than Marky Mark. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Does it mark his decaying skin? Well, he tried to do it with crayon. He doesn't Uh, quite get it. And there's a couple letters that are backwards. Yeah, he doesn't really get it. He tried. Bless his heart. (laughs) No, it says Freak Show for Evil. Oh. Oh. All right, that's fine. God damn it, Igor. That's fine. That'll work. Maybe next time. Yeah. All right, so TGS12371 says, Great podcast, but the Delta Force was... uh, A snooze. A snooze. snooze. Like snooze. Please let Michaela know she is loved by a lonely delivery driver who delivers Amazon packages to a small mountain folks located in Sierra Valley just outside of Reno, Nevada. Lonely. Michaela, I want to let you know. And it was was ended with heart face, cry laugh face, thinking face, kissy face, and eye roll face. 
Those are the um, emojis he is. I love you too. I, I love anybody that listens and, to us. So. And thank you for putting that on my personal Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I, wow. I, I'm going to say I love the idea of someone driving around the desert delivering packages you? listening to our podcast. I know. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's I love great. That's yeah. the best thing in the world. Thank you. Yeah. Very I much. appreciate it. Thank Whether you write it to us or just Holly. About <laughs> yeah. No, like, we also no, appreciate feel, it. Feel free to tell everyone else. On the show that you love them through yeah, my yeah, Instagram. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'll also take more fan mail through Holly's. <laughs> sure. Like, that's I think, fine. I... You know what? Find us at Holly Joy on Instagram. <laughs> that's our new, yeah. that's our it's new thing. Miss underscore Holly underscore Joy. There you go. Um, yeah. Right to feel, us there. Tell Holly how much you love me. Feel right. free to tell me I'm how sure much you love my fine. co-host. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> Could you pass a message on your calls? <laughs> Even though he followed me on Instagram, so like, just, just you can just tell just me it's okay. Maybe, it's maybe fine. He can. I don't maybe bite. He just doesn't. Maybe he thinks you do. <laughs> I mean, if he's trying to, make, if he's trying to make me jealous, it kind of works. Well, see, so. this is you've created. <laughs> thanks a lot, TGS one two three seven one. I'll also you've, simplify that name. You've created uh, drama here on There's the free show. So, now. Uh, congratulations! <laughs> uh, it was all friendly, and now we're okay. going to be Alyssa Milano and Reese Witherspoon. Now That's it's right. not going to work out for us. There's going to be some I, fear I'm not quite sure who's who in that scenario <laughs> this year. Hopefully, neither of us. God, that's, oh, God. that's a bad outcome for both of us. All right. So Bruce Terry also writes in. Hi, Bruce. What up? He says, I love this pod. Fucking Travis is crazy, man. Would love to hear you guys oh talk about some game. Well, tones. he gone. So. Um, well, yeah, I was say, well, when you must have started to... early. <laughs> well, I hope you don't hate me because. Um... <laughs> I mean, I hope you don't because you'll figure it out when you get to I, it. Maybe he hasn't gotten up to yeah, these episodes. Just, yeah, yeah. If you're, you're listening to this episode, yeah. then yeah. thank you very much. You're a surprise if you get it's a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Say, uh, yeah. Like, this, like this movie, this episode, it's just a fucking. It's a wild uh, horse, man. It's a wild horse. It's a wild horse, man. Bringing it back around to fear. Well, so is Tony Genoway. Oh. Tony says this was destined about fear that this was destined to be a lifetime channel schlock until they realized, holy fuck, Marky Mark and Reese Witherspoon are signed on and Melissa Milano's mommy hadn't yet tried to ban the interwebs from showing her daughter's best acting assets in movies already released. Yeah, no, it, it literally is a lifetime movie oh, with a bigger much. budget. Very That's exactly much. what it is. That is the best with description just, uh, of it. just young people acting who uh, it, eventually became it is uh, stars. Six point five million dollar budget, by the way. That sounds about right. Yeah, it seems it seems like you feel so, that all on right. screen. Uh, it hit twenty million at the box office, so this mm. was a huge hit. Oh, wow. uh, Mike, uh, or sorry, Mike Welch. He says that uh, Marky Mark could his character could get a job at Euro Tattoo. That's a local call out. Thank you very much. <laughs> I I gotta say, uh, as a local, I love that joke, and I find that to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, knowing the Ooh, reputation yeah. of Euro Ooh, Tattoo around here, bird. I find that to be oh, yeah. That's fucking funny. spot on. I laughed so hard when I read that. <laughs> that that made my fucking funny. Day. We like local. That is yeah. funny. Well, he also wants us to know that uh, Bing's driving is still open. I told you. Right, I told you. Okay, so what it was was they had closed part of the road. That Bing's is on. That's what I heard, oh, and I okay. misinterpreted that. So yeah, they, Bing's, Bing's was. They were it's worried. It's on the west side. They yeah. were worried South that Maine, they were right? going Maine, to yeah. uh, that they were that it was going to impact their business. Okay. Yeah, South Maine. A lot of construction. Uh, Wayne Lustig says I've seen Fear several times. He's a real badass. Who? Who? William yeah. Pete. 
Pierce? Yeah. Marky are you, Mark? Do you, do you mean Marky Mark? Because I don't really like that. Do you that. accidentally mean Reese Witherspoon? Oh, we don't know. If you <laughs> just... Tobias? Do you mean Tobias? Because I agree. I agree. Yes. Do you mean Kaiser the dog? Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Rest in peace, Kaiser. Sad. Nick Sable. Siebel? Nick Siebel. Siebel? Says, great soundtrack. Bush! Yes. He does have a great soundtrack. 16 Stone. This is back in the day when a roller coaster was a game changer. Laugh out loud. Yeah. No, the, the like roller coasters mean something different to people who that have seen this movie. Yeah. Than to people who have not. <laughs> uh, Steve Coat, 1974, says it was a good thriller movie back then, but the question is, did it hold up? That is the question we'll answer. You'll later. find out. You'll find out. All right. Uh, about our movie Anaconda, last week's episode, Brent Zemecki says, long time listener, first time caller. I've always wanted to say that. We I all love it. Have. We he says, uh, I love your podcast and cannot oh, wait you. to hear your Anaconda review. Keep up the good, good work, guys. It's a Aww. good show. It's a good Thanks. episode. I it's think you'll good, enjoy I had it. fun on that, that episode. That was fun. Like I feel good about that episode. Yeah, that was a fun one, dude. We did. That was. Uh, There's some tangents, but they are good tangents. We yeah. Did all the good things on that episode. I suppose we should say, if it's not obvious by now, uh, we record like a week in advance. Yep. Yeah. So upon hearing this, Anaconda is available. Yeah. Please listen to that episode. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. Sexy netting. We'll meet some sexy, sexy netting. netting. Oh, sexy netting. Yes, sexy That's netting. what I'm saying. By tangents, oh, the sexy netting yes. tangent was uh, a good sexy one. Netting. And we'll be oh, reviewing. Wait to re- listen to that tomorrow. <laughs> that yeah. was great. We'll be uh, uh, talking about your comments to that episode on next week's episode. <laughs> yep. It's all crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Love it. Time um, is a flat circle, you know? That's right. <laughs> about the Wraith, Gary Norris writes in. Gary. Hi, Gary. Wraith. Gary used to be on the Freak Show. He says the soundtrack took me years to find it after it was pulled for using songs without proper permission. Oh, that explains a lot. Actually, interesting. I did that, look it up. It is out of print. I don't know if it was pulled, but it's definitely out of print. So, so they just threw whatever they wanted on that soundtrack and then just made the movie and said, "Fuck it, whatever happens, happens." I love that. <laughs> I, I, I can appreciate that. That's really funny. Ozzy's on the soundtrack, but Motley Crue, Billy Idol, uh, Robert Palmer <laughs> did not Bonnie agree. Tyler? They're, well, they're Bonnie not Tyler? On, she is. That's the last song on huh. the song. Huh. Interesting. Very so interesting. they did not get clearance for that stuff, huh? Just like, I don't it. know. That's well, really maybe funny. it was uh, you get the rights to do it in the movie, but not put it on an album. And, uh, uh, Mark Packard writes in, says, I love The Wraith. And Sluts Thank and you. Guts writes, Sluts and Guts come. I like <laughs> that right. name. I dig it. Oh, I hope you're a woman. <laughs> writes in and says, I still in, I still enjoy The Wraith as if it was my first time watching it. As the only person who recommended that, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Did we, did anybody, did, were you the only one that recommended Yes, I was. Are you going to change it now? Recommendation no, I know, because I have no memory of anything. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Even uh, the movie? I If nobody else, I drink heavily. I remember the movie completely. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, where the podcast ends up. <laughs> I remember everything up to the reviews, and then I'm just like, what happened? And no, what are we yeah. watching next week? That's why you no, have to listen to the episode. That's again. why I'm so looking forward. I mean, listening to it, I was just like, oh, I'm surprised myself listening to these episodes sometimes. It's like, oh, I didn't recommend <laughs> after, it. Wow, after surprised. a couple of weeks, I usually forget everything. Yeah. So, no, yeah, all, I hear you. Yeah. Hey, really we don't gone. usually remember what movie we're covering the week we're doing no. it. Yeah. So, that's true. You know, that's I, true. And I got to put that together tomorrow. And sometimes I'm sitting there going like, uh, crap. Shit. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's been a while since I've you actually had to go and listen. What, what, like, what did we say it was? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we're now. drinking during this podcast. Did we mention mm-hmm. that? We are. That's right. But we're not eating anymore. 
So that's uh, a good thing. It's not a problem. I brought chocolate chip cookies. No, I know, but, but, but we were eating off my said this yeah, close yeah. to getting into it right now during my review. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now is the moment that you've all been waiting for. Sorry. You're going to find out what we thought of the wraith because clearly our the wraith, the wraith, the wraith. God damn it! <laughs> fear, <laughs> fear. <laughs> it's the alcohol. See, fear. Yeah. The alcohol. Oh, the wraith the was two weeks ago, Colin. Wrong, Ooh, int- wow. wrong introductions brought to you by Shinerbach. <laughs> yep. That's right. It's only three of them. That's right? also how they're going to end. Throw one of these away. <laughs> three beers. I'm a lightweight. Wait, oh, I need God. another one. Get him another one. Hey, Colin. I'm on yes. it. I'm on it. What did you think about? Fear. I almost well, said the right. Yeah, you see, did. I saw it. it. I was just like, ah, what do we watch? Fear. Well, I would fear. love to tell you, you about all fear? about this film, which shall remain nameless. Um, <laughs> because um, I don't know what the name we is. Don't know <laughs> the name. Yes. What if yeah, we all remember. just gave like the most generic wrap ups? <laughs> like, it's great. I had, like, you guys, I had time. so much fun tonight. I, love I loved <laughs> every are moment. Great. Butter's good too. This movie was awesome. It's like, what? Definitely recommend. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean the the experience. Like, I, I got to tell you, Michaela, when you said you were bringing fear, I'm like, oh, fear. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that was kind of you know because it feels. I guess my my take on it was it's a little more respectable than the fair that we usually bring here on on the freak show. I'm like, it's a real legitimate movie, and so watching it again tonight, <laughs> we're pretty shocked. It's when like, that happens yeah, right I know, here. it's a real legitimate because it's movie. not a lifetime movie. It's like a notch above a lifetime. No, yeah, I, it's like one notch. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I would say it's even better than that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I think the writing solid. I'll get yeah, to, I'll get I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think the uh, I think character motivations check. You know, it's like these are decently well-rounded characters all of them and i think the appeal of it while i like i was saying earlier i get how you know from a female perspective it is kind of the uh you know you are following the reese witherspoon character arc she's the one who makes this change and i think it is like you know from uh girlhood to adulthood but uh there's also the william peterson character which I was surprised, I guess, this time watching it because it's like it actually did give me like a way into the movie. And I was like, holy cow, you know, it's like I'm completely identifying with this guy now, even though I don't have kids. But I'm like, this is why you don't have kids. That's called getting old. You're just yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just old now. No, you know I you're know. old when you go from identifying with the teenager in a yeah. movie to identifying yeah, 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 yeah. with the parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Because yeah. 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 it's a, but I appreciated that the movie allowed me to watch it from two, you know, over a span of years from two different perspectives. And it was a different viewing experience, and I liked it more. Movies don't this change, time, Colin. You, you do. change. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I liked it more this time than I did the first time I watched it, to be honest with you, because the first time I was like, eh, it's a thriller, and blah, you know, and it just didn't connect with me in the same way, and this time it actually did. So I thought, you know, it's well acted. It's got a bunch of people in it that I like. Uh, I thought the direction was good. Um, I mean, technically, I thought it was well done. Um, I mean, it's a legitimate movie. I would recommend Fear, even if you know. I mean, I assume that you've seen it if you're listening to this podcast. Maybe if not. You, if you haven't, uh, you know, I would say, yeah, you should check it out. Of that uh, era's thrillers, this is a pretty good one. Um, 
So yeah, check out Fear. Holly, what'd you think? Yeah, no, I'm 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 right with you. I I grew up with this movie, so it, sometimes it's hard to differentiate whether I have nostalgia for something or if it's actually like legit. Um, I think I think Fear definitely holds up. I think the thriller aspect is spot on. It's definitely a um, it's definitely a, a scary movie at times you know you put yourself in in that scenario the the home invasion um and and as a woman like it it is it is scary because these are actual fears that we deal with constantly especially like i'm a single woman my like anytime i date somebody i have fears that directly relate to this sort of scenario so it is it is a scary movie in that aspect um but I, I agree with Colin. I think it's above a Lifetime movie. I think the writing is solid. The characters are are really wonderfully written. Um, obviously, it's got its flaws, but I, I think it's I think it still still holds up for sure. I think it's I think it's a good movie. Um, I th- I definitely feel like it's more than just a nostalgic thing. Um, yeah, I had fun watching it, and uh, for sure, yeah, fear recommend, Sean. Uh, this movie was produced by uh, Brian Grazer. I don't think we mentioned that before. And Rick Kidney. <laughs> I just that sounds just, like a fake name. I just like the name, so I wanted so to bring it's it up. Ron Howard, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 It's Ron Howard. It's Rick Kidney. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be right. Oh, yeah. right. It has yeah. to be <laughs> Brian Grazer. It has because to be Brian Grazer produces most, if not all, of Ron Howard's movies. Yeah, so. everything. Well, together, yeah. they're Imagine Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Rick. Kidney is Ron Howard. <laughs> when he doesn't want to be Ron Howard. Right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I don't want to exactly put my name on it, but you can put Rick, Rick Kidney on it. Rick Kidney. <laughs> Rick Kidney. And, like when movie. Anne Rice wrote the fucking like, Sleeping Beauty series. Oh. Yeah. What was her name? What was that name? It was Anne. It was, it still, was, it still, was it still Anne? Or when uh, J.K. Rowling wrote that adult mystery series yeah, under yeah. Robert Galbraith. Yeah. 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 That's very true. Uh, fear. Um, like we said before, uh, I'd never heard of this movie at this point. Even watching it tonight, I'm just like, you know what? I don't. Some scenes felt familiar, but I don't think I've ever like sat down and watched this. I like because there are references like pop culture scenarios. Yeah. Like, like we said, it's always something yeah. references this movie all the time. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure so, you'd heard of things. At some something point. Uh, about the movie felt familiar, if nothing else, than the maybe the the screenplay or the situations that people get in. Like we said, we identified the William Peterson character as um, the the character who knows things are not going right, that things are off. And that nobody believes him, but then later on, like, everyone will eventually realize that what he's saying is correct and that, you know, the whole scenario is weird. Um, But I was pleasantly surprised by Fear tonight. Um, I think it is – it's pretty well written. The cast is – the cast is doing good. Um, I – I had a good time. Like I said, the last mm-hmm. 20 minutes, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. All right. I'm down for this. And The drill in the hand. Yeah. The, the, right. The drill yeah. in the hand. The dog. I think it's the dog head through the dog door that mm-hmm. really got me. That was just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're getting into some shit here. Um, so, uh, I mean, I recommend this movie. I had I had a good time. I think everyone plays their character very well. I'm kind mm-hmm. of scared of Mark Wahlberg right now. <laughs> I mean, I usually am because he's just a bigger uh, gentleman than I am. Sure. But uh, as just as a, an intense dude who just has very intense feelings about Reese Witherspoon. Yes. So, and he scares me. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, be- everyone feels believable in their roles in this movie. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's the key to this movie being a good movie. Is that everyone, everyone's in the role. Everyone's doing good. Everyone's believable. Um, I believe they're in danger. So. Uh, yeah, I think everybody did a pretty good job in this movie. I recommend Fear. 
for yeah. the first time seeing it. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised. But uh, yeah, watch Fear. It's a good movie. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm floored right now. It's three recommends right <laughs> yeah, now. Like, I, 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 I'm surprised. I am shocked. But um, Michaela's like, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it here because I hate it. So on paper, if you were to read the script, you'd be like, this is a fucking lifetime movie. You're mm-hmm. like, this does not deserve six and a half million dollars. It doesn't deserve Marky Mark. It doesn't no. deserve Reese Witherspoon. You know, it doesn't deserve William Peterson. No. no it I saw this movie in the 90s. It was called Mother May I Sleep with Danger starring it, Tori Spell. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, Very true. H- however, this movie's on another level. Like, I mean, I've seen Marky Mark in a lot of stuff, and I think this and The Departed are like the two best things he's probably ever done. You know? Rockstar's pretty good. Or Boogie I, Nights? Rock, Rockstar. I, all right. You maybe take that's, that back. That's, I, when was the last time you watched Rockstar? Uh, that's probably been in like a year. I watched it like three what? weeks ago. That movie is trash, man. <laughs> 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 it's like, whoa, right, you know what? Like, Trump card. I watched it more recent <laughs> right. than you. Bam. Right, you know what? Because another podcast and covered it, and, and I watched it for that podcast, and we said, wow. It may be a trash wow. movie, but I like it. And that's what that's, that's not what I'm asking. I'm so asking right, Marky right, Mark's fine. best movies. It's a trash movie. Yeah, I like it though. But all right, as far as best movies for Marky, Mark. yeah, that's fair. Departed in this, that's it, right? I'm sure. Like, what else is there? Uh, Boogie, Daddy's Home Two. Have you ever seen uh, Boogie Nights? Oh, Boogie Nights is like I would put third. Boogie, I guess. Did you ever yeah. see uh, Four Brothers? Yeah, that he oh, was yeah. great He's in that good. movie. He's, that's yeah. I think it's a really good movie. And Andre 3000 is good in that movie too. They're all really good in that movie. Honestly, that movie did not get enough credit. I don't think it does. I think that movie is a decent movie. That's a good movie. Um, but I mean, what between here and there, it's what Italian job and. I'm sure we're like this. Fight, didn't he do <laughs> Daddy's fighter? Home? Fighter, fighter, oh, the fighter, fighter, yeah, fighter. Yeah. fighter. Like he's done some good shit. He's done some bad stuff too. He's done some bad yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's a kind of I'll take whatever you throw at me kind of guy, and that's that's his problem. He needs to be more discriminating with the projects he takes. <laughs> I'm a problem. But um, Ted, the the part with <laughs> the Ted, yeah, exactly, exactly. Daddy's home too. There's the, a, there's the a big lot hit. of. I'm just not throwing that. That was a terrible <laughs> yeah. fucking bit. Um. I think though that like the part where he is like really unleashing his rage and invincible. In- invincible. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. another. It's always sunny in Philadelphia connection. <laughs> it oh, is. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they they do a whole episode about they try out for the uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles just yeah. like the movie, and they literally say we're going to be Marky Mark and Invincible. They literally yeah. say that in this movie. <laughs> of so, um, but Invincible is a parent movie. My parents love that. Yeah, movie. that's a dad movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, in this movie, the part where he's like screaming through the people is like the one time when you really see his rage kind of like untethered and unleashed mm-hmm. and like it's fucking scary man scary. and like i love that because as soon as he screams and he backs up with that smile like yeah it's so creepy scary. it's so creepy and like he doesn't even give a fuck if you're watching him or not he's mm-hmm. just he's just presenting you know like, yeah. it's very true it's so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah like no there like i said there are points of this movie that are borderline triggering for me yeah uh, yeah having lived that. through similar yeah. circumstances it there's is a lot like, of stuff that gets a little too real exactly exactly like, Ooh, yeah whereas lifetime movies feel like another planet they're you know, always yeah. lifetime movies feel like another very separate fucking universe. very separate coming yeah. from them at all i feel a threat coming you watch from the craigslist killer and tell me if and you, you can relate to that you shit. fucking laugh at that shit yeah exactly oh god um reese witherspoon is really great william peterson is obviously awesome uh, we talked about how we have a theory that the stepmom is a secret villain of this movie. Uh, we'll elaborate on that. Some Ask us about it. Ask us about yeah. it. You know, if you want to yeah. hear. <laughs> Through my um, Instagram, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this movie, I feel like it kind of got buried, but at the same time, there are certain like circles of pop culture that they reference it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely check out Fear. I think it's worth watching. I think it is surprisingly higher quality than you would expect for a movie of its type. Yeah. It is. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, there it's it is. That's, that's four. Four that's, recommends uh, for fear. Saturday night freak show four approved. Yeah. Um, so no tears for fear. Four for fear. <laughs> <laughs> Although I recommend them too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a certain extent, I think we all do. Oh, Kurt Smith. <laughs> so next week we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by Colin. What are we going to watch next week? Well, since Michaela tried to make the joint all respectable, I'm going to bring oh. us back down to the Ooh, gutter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show you the flip side of The Shape of Water with a movie called Humanoids from the Deep. Yeah, Ooh. let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> wow. I feel it's really I'm bad. I'm down. That for- was a yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a Corman movie, right? It is, yeah. yeah. I've been yeah, on a so. Corman kick. So, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in the deep. Human yeah. right. in the deep. So <laughs> that's uh, next week on the Saturday Night Free Show. We hope you'll stick around and join us. And until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>